Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Vikings Daily Opener from Vikings First and Skull. I'm Dave and I'm your host. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the latest news and updates from the world of Vikings land. We're going to start off with Kevin Fielder from Vikings Wire, writing there's 97 days until the Vikings season opener, so he's going to look at every player that wore number 97. The Minnesota Vikings kick off their 2023 season September 10th. It's just around the corner. It's against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in anticipation of the upcoming season. Fielder takes a trip down memory lane and revisits the players who have worn the jersey number 97 in the past. He notes that defensive tackle Harrison Phillips currently wears the number for the Vikings, having started wearing it last season. However, the real star of this group is Everson Griffin, who wore the number from 2010 to 2022. Griffin had an impressive run with the Vikings, earning four Pro Bowl selections and being named a first-team All-Pro in 2017. Fielder's research also reveals other notable players who have worn the 97 for the Vikings. They include defensive ends Ellis Wims and Talents Sawyer, as well as defensive tackles Spencer Johnson and Henry Hank Thomas. Tony Norman, a defensive end, also wore the number for a brief period in 1987. Though Kevin selects Everson Griffin as the best player to wear 97, and it's hard to argue with, I'd put Hank Thomas up there as well. Henry Thomas was a beast. In our next news from the weekend, Tyler Fornis, our very own, writes that PFF named three Minnesota Vikings players top players in the league. Tyler Fornis reported that Pro Football Focus's Trevor Sikema recently published a piece analyzing each NFL's top three players. He named Justin Jefferson, Daniil Hunter, and Christian Derisaw as the top three for the Minnesota Vikings. Sikema noted that Jefferson, who has received three straight elite receiving grades since his debut in 2020, is arguably one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. As we all know, he is the best. Hunter, who is due for a new extension, has been a consistent force on the defensive line and recorded double-digit sacks in each of his last three seasons when fully healthy including 2022. We know he set a record getting to 50 sacks, the quickest of anybody. 
Do the Vikings lock him up? Make him happy? We sure hope so. That leaves Christian Derisaw, who played well in his rookie season, jumped to an elite 91.1 grade overall in blocking his second season, and is expected to receive more recognition in this upcoming season. Overall, the recognition of these three players as top Minnesota Vikings players highlights the high-end talent the team has at premium positions on this roster, which will likely propel the team forward for years to come. That brings us to the next piece, also written by our very own Tyler Fornis. Makai Blackman named the best move of the Vikings offseason. Minnesota Vikings fans have been eagerly anticipating the upcoming season, and one of the reasons for this excitement is the addition of USC cornerback Makai Blackman. Fornis reported that Pro Football Focus's Josh Leskiskiewicz, I apologize if I mispronounced that, recently wrote that Blackman's selection was one of the best moves made by the Vikings in the 2023 offseason. Blackman transferred to USC from Colorado in 2022 and quickly blossomed into an elite coverage player. He allowed just 43.1% completion percentage into his coverage and forced 17 total incompletions while picking off three other passes. With the Vikings secondary having struggled last season, Blackman has a potential to make an immediate contribution to the team. Despite some initial uncertainty about Blackman's role on the team, his experience and fit for the Viking system gives him a good chance to compete for the starting job on day one. Fans are excited to see how Blackman will perform in the upcoming season and whether he can help turn the Vikings' struggling secondary around or not. Darren and I talked about this yesterday on Two Old Bloggers. We said we did not have enough cornerbacks all through the offseason, and the Vikings have acquired many of them so far. Well, who's going to start? We know Murphy is. Well, will it be Evans? Will it be Booth? Can Blackman earn a starting spot? And then when we talk about the nickel, who's playing the nickel? Does Murphy move in, or do one of the safeties move down? Blackman has a chance to make a name for himself, folks, and it'll be fun to watch and see if he does and who wins that competition. Right now, I feel pretty good about that secondary room because it does look like we have a lot of depth. Let that depth step up, compete, and win the jobs. And then let's have some good players right behind them ready to step in should an unfortunate event happen. Speaking of unfortunate events, I just ran out of coffee. I'll be right back. I got to go fill my cup with more Vikings Daily Opener. And we're back, this time with Tyler reporting on Daniil Hunter. Tyler then wonders about what would a Daniil Hunter extension look like? Fornis discussed the ongoing talks about Daniil Hunter's contract extension. The Minnesota Vikings are in talks 
about that extension with Daniil, who is set only to make $4.9 million in the 2023 season. Hunter is a top-tier pass rusher whose production warrants a lucrative contract, but his age and injury history complicate matters. To predict the contract extension, recent extensions, and second contracts at the top of the market were reviewed. Hunter seems to fit in around the 20 to $24 million based on his skill and his talent. However, players in their third contract with similar age and injury history as Hunter receive lower amounts. The Vikings may offer a three-year, $57 million deal with $35 million guaranteed and two void years, but it remains to be seen if Hunter will accept it. Who None of us, I believe, like the void year principle. It's like the young private that gets out of advanced training and sees that beautiful, you know, souped up Mustang or Charger, and the salesman says, hey, it could be yours for this low down and only 24% interest. That's what a void year seems to be to me. But, hey, we're trying to get the cap in order, and that may just have to happen to get Daniil happy in under, you know, under contract. In other news, Byron Murphy, cornerback for the Vikings, spoke candidly about the difference in quality of life between the Arizona Cardinals and your Minnesota Vikings. The NFL Players Association report cards ranked Arizona 31st and Minnesota 1st for their ability to accommodate the lives of their players. The Vikings' commitment to their players' well-being from investing in facilities optimized to enhance their player performance to getting rid of staff members that players had negative experiences with is becoming the standard when it comes to investing in players. This could be a factor in free agent decisions in the future to sign with Minnesota Vikings, and it looks like it was one with Byron Murphy. Tyler was also again co-hosting on the Purple Daily On Draft podcast yesterday, Sunday. He discussed the Vikings running back room with Thor Nystrom and rookie running backs in fantasy football projections. He, Thor, and Declan Golf were trying to answer the biggest question mark for the Vikings offense is the running back room, and they were trying to think of how it would look like with Dalvin Cook moving on. Tyler Chandler and Dwayne McBride are competing for the backup running back jobs, while Miles Sanders is the starting running back for the Panthers. The Panthers are listed as a possible trade destination for Cook, who is unlikely to remain in Minnesota. Well, that's something sort of new about the Panthers being a possible trade destination. Panthers Wire author Anthony Rizzuti wrote about it this weekend. He wrote that Dalvin Cook is one of the most coveted players in the NFL. 
With his contract winding down, rumors of potential trade have been circulating around the league, and the Carolina Panthers have been named as one of the five teams that could make a move for Cook. Despite already investing in running back Miles Sanders, the Panthers have a young quarterback in Bryce Young and over $27 million in cap space. Must be nice. The addition of Cook to their backfield could be a game-changer and a potentially lead to a division title, especially since the NFC South is considered to be up for grabs. However, the Panthers would need to weigh the cost of investing more in a position that really isn't a priority. They have already committed a significant amount of money to Sanders, and adding Cook would require more draft picks and or money. It remains to be seen if the Panthers would be willing to take that risk. Additionally, Cook has a history of injuries, which could be a concern for any team in a trade. However, overall, the decision to trade Cook would involve careful evaluations of the Panthers' current roster and their financial situation and potential benefits and risks to adding the star running back to their team. Hey, all you fans... In Carolina, go for it. I think Dalvin's going to have a very good season, and he could be the key for you guys winning the NFC South. I highly encourage it. And then lastly, over on Daily Norseman, friend of the show, Tyler Ireland writes, K.J. Osborne's quote about Andrew Booth Jr. is being taken out of proportion. The Minnesota Vikings wide receiver K.J. Osborne's comment about Andrew Booth Jr. being, quote, bigger, stronger, and faster, unquote, has been taken out of context. Vikings fans' pages were quick to aggregate the comment and apply it to Booth, despite Osborne being baited into talking about him. The comment could apply to any Vikings players who have been working out at the facilities this offseason. In reality, Booth has been surpassed by Joe Juan Williams in first-team reps, which raises some concerns about his ability to contribute to the defense. Booth has always been very physical, but inconsistent at cornerback with a tendency of making mental lapses in coverage. His pursuit of the big play often results in blown coverages, and his injury concerns dating back to high school are also worrying. Therefore, it is not Booth's physical ability that's in question, but rather his mental game. What is required of him to improve his ability to carry out those assignments, communicate effectively with other players, and make safe play rather than consistently going for the home run. If he can improve in those areas, he would be a starting player for the Vikings without question. While Osborne's comment about Booth is not entirely false, it is taken out of context, and his physical ability is not in question. However, there are concerns about his mental game, which need to be addressed for him securing that role on the defense. Like I said before, I like seeing all these guys compete and who's going to win their spot in this Brian Flores defense. It's going to be a great competition to watch as we go through the last of our OTAs this week 
and then mini camp next week. And then once we get to the end of July and start training camp and they get to put the pads on. Well, folks, that's the gist of your news that happened over the weekend. The Vikings fans are talking about. This has been the Vikings daily opener at midday from Vikings first and skull. And I'm Dave Stefano, your host. Remember, tonight is the Real Forno Show at 6 p.m. Central. And you can catch us again tomorrow after that with Vikings news, including player news, contract extensions, and trade rumors if they're out there. Also, hopefully, a report or two leaked from OTAs today. See if we hear anything. Fans of the team can stay informed about the latest developments through your daily source of the Vikings, the Vikings Daily Opener. And what do we say? Skull Vikings! This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Thanks for listening.